0: So should we talk about the Diamonds and Pearls album? Yeah. Go track by track?
1: Well, it seems like a good segue.
0: Hi, my name's Lee Cocker. I'm one of the founding members of Prince Party UK. I'm here with my friend Chopin. Uh, We're going to talk about the Diamonds and Pearls album uh, and how we met and the history of our friendship.
1: And loads of other fun stuff. Hi, I'm Chopin. I'm from the London Prince Meetups, which eventually turned into the Prince Party UK. And again, we're going to talk about Diamonds and Pearls today, because that's the album where me and Lee both bonded over. Our Our friendship was bonded on Diamonds and Pearls. Um, So
0: back in 2013, um, I'd always seen these advertisements for uh, Prince Parties in London. I kept on saying every year, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And in 2013, I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to this Prince party. And it was a Prince party weekend. I was really nervous. I had never been to a Prince party before. Uh, then I saw on Facebook that there was going to be a Prince meetup in London, and I thought, um, I'll go along to meet people so that I know people before I go to the party. Yeah. And it turned out that this meetup was about five minutes from my office. Okay. So I finished I finished work. I walked down to this pub. I think it's the horse and groom. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. And, um... <laughs> I was really nervous. I went with my friend Miranda. Went in and I was looking, and it's like, how do you distinguish How can you find a Prince fan? It's like, what, what do they look like? So
1: Miranda was your escape plan. Yeah, yeah. Miranda was my escape, yeah. You know, it's like you know,
0: I'd gone to tours on my own. I'd gone to I'd gone to gigs on my own, and I didn't know another Prince fan. It, oh. it was quite a unique, a unique thing for me, and I was really
1: nervous. And Miranda was my escape plan. But I, I think, like, unlike a lot of other artists who were like the big deal at the time i think that's a common story with the prince fans because i know it was mine even though i got into him in the time when it was like a big like like diamonds and pearls which was we're talking about today even though it was a big commercial time it still was it was still like you weren't surrounded by it yeah it was It was
0: quite unique, and and I don't know, I don't know if with me personally it was it was my own personal thing that I kept to myself, and it was like oh I'm a Prince fan and that's special to me, and I and like I said I went I went to um, the Gold Tour on my own and um, yeah I did a lot of stuff on on my own and I, I hadn't found a Prince fan it was like you know a unicorn it was like <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, and that was why I decided uh, to go to this party in 2013. And uh, and like I said, how do you how do you spot a Prince fan? How do you how do you you know you know what do you do? Shout out, shut up, or you know, how, it's like a mating call. How do how do you how do you do it? How do you do it? Who in this pub knows about the quake? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's like what 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 what, what do you, what do you do? Uh, and I actually, I've not actually told you this. You walked in the door and I was like, no, he's not a Prince fan. <laughs> I've never told <laughs> so you this. <laughs> and um, and then Miranda said, oh, go upstairs. They might be upstairs. So I went upstairs and um, there was this light like, little plaque thing with the with the symbol. And I think it was you, you were there. And I think it was Jeff. Um, I can't remember. Nicky, el- I think, was there. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who else I met. I,
1: I think Neil was the other one I met. Um, there was a lot of people that night. I remember that being quite busy. And like obviously it was
0: a few, It was that was the Thursday. So yeah, and obviously me and you became friends and all I remember is uh, getting very drunk and me and you rapping to push <laughs> outside, <laughs> outside the horse and groom. And to me, who I hadn't known any other Prince fans, it was like, these are my people. <laughs> you know, you get these jokey memes within the Prince community of it's a Prince thing you wouldn't understand. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I've, I meet people now. I've met people that understand. I remember going to the party and you was there when, when I walked in the door. And it was such a surreal experience because it was like, hey, you know the words to interactive. I thought I was the only person <laughs> that knew the words. It was such a strange experience. And, but I that weekend is like, up there with like one of my favorite weekends of yeah. all time, and it was got, an amazing weekend, yeah. And then I got to meet like other people, I got to meet Nadim and um uh, Maureen, and who and you know, and some of these people are like my closest friends now. Mm. And you know, it was it was amazing. And I just I just remember me and you just on the dance floor, and some 90s Prince track comes on, and we're like, Yay, it was, it was
1: such a bonding experience. But I was kind of lucky throughout that whole gold era because. Like I started off not having any friends that were into Prince and through the power of some pretty good bootlegs and the Exodus album, I converted one of my friends, uh, Sam, and he is uh, now comes to the meetups as well. I mean, like, he's, oh, I didn't he, know, I didn't know that. I oh yeah. yeah. That. He's been into it. Like he's been into Prince since 94. Oh, so you converted yeah. one of your yeah. friends? <laughs> it was it was two things. It was the platinum bootleg, which you know now is not a very good bootleg. At the time, it was great, and uh, the Exodus album. We were on holiday, and I just remember walking into the hotel room. Uh, his hands were over his like the earphones, and he's going, "Get freaky, that's <laughs> fre- And I was like, I "Got it, I got him, got I got him, it. It got him. <laughs> he's one of us now." <laughs> Welcome to the new power <laughs> generation. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Is that what you were expecting when you came to the meetup? It was like the children of the corn. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah. Get wild, oh, you know, okay. Um, but yeah, and that, uh, you know, and, and that was one of the reasons and how it all evolved. that um, Ray, the dawn experience, um, said he wasn't going to do any more parties. And that's when m- me and several others took it on and, we ran with it and it's just been a crazy roller coaster ride
1: since 2013. That's how you got involved in the parties. So how did you get into Prince? So I'm a big, big movie fan, I love I love my movies. And I
0: kind of dipped my toe in with Prince with the Batman album. And I absolutely love the soundtrack. Party Man is like one of my one of my jams uh but it was i wasn't i wouldn't consider myself at that time i would say i was a
1: batman fan i wasn't a prince fan i just liked the music um comic sci-fi geek yeah yeah my brother was the same weirdly enough i knew all of the batman songs and the b-sides because my brother was buying anything with a batman logo so he was buying all the singles as well and it just so happens that he liked them as well but he was but he wouldn't consider himself to be a prince fan it was more of it was that sound yeah yeah time. yeah. well he liked the song he liked like he liked back dance and he liked party man but he even bought arms of orion because he wanted the full set you know, <laughs> you know. if you can buy him, got to collect yeah, them exactly, all exactly comic but he, but he was collecting all the micro machines and everything all right okay um
0: yeah and then i think what graffiti bridge kind of i think i missed that
1: yeah. Uh, and then all I remember around... The- well, if you said that you were a movie fan and then, you know, yeah, I know. watched Graffiti Bridge. <laughs> did I watch Graffiti Bridge? I don't I don't think... I think I just... That just... That wasn't on my mind. I way. did. Not until... I, that was one of those things I had to go back. Yeah. Check. No. and It was the same for me. Even though, weirdly enough, I loved Thieves in the Temple... I had this weird thing where I loved all these Prince songs, but I didn't put them together as Prince. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I didn't realise they were all the same guy. And, yeah. And it wasn't till... But I think Prince when you realise you're a Prince fan, you kind of miss
0: it to yourself, I'm a Prince fan, you then you then go back and then you kind of connect all the dots. Yeah. Um, uh, give you an example, is like the very first vinyl record I ever, ever bought when I was little was Shaka Khan, I Feel For You. Oh, right, and that's like my favorite song of all time. You can put Shaka Khan, I feel for you on. And I never knew it was a Prince track until later on where I went back and then obviously connected all the dots of, Oh yeah. So that was, it was like, I'd always been a Prince fan, but not known it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause it was like, I was like, Oh, he wrote that song. He wrote that song. He wrote that song. I mean, song. that's
1: totally how it worked for me. I think, I think, uh, he was almost a victim of his own, uh, breadth of styles yeah right he was a victim that did you know like you can identify oh that song's of this song this song's of this song um with prince it was just like well that sounds nothing like you know sign of the time sounds nothing like diamonds and pearls you know you know let's go crazy sounds nothing like alphabet street so i think that's yeah like I, you said it's such a wide sounds nothing like spectrum yeah and
0: everyone has their own taste within that spectrum you yeah know, of, you know I like this type of Prince musical but the, the one uh, the one thing I always uh, I don't know who said this but it was someone in the Prince community that said Prince was his own genre mm-hmm. and I, I always I, I always like that because it's oh, like yeah. you, you can't he wasn't defined by genre he was his own genre in so uh, many ways yeah so the Batman album kind of graffiti bridge like wasn't on my radar. And then all I remember is I was watching TV and I saw the music video for Diamonds and Pearls. And I was like, this song is amazing. And then I think it was the Christmas, Christmas of 91. And I remember my parents bought me the um, album. And uh, I just remember the cool hologram on the front. And it was like a, so so it was on tape, it wasn't vinyl, it was a tape. So it was like a little tape and it just had this core cool hologram on it. And I just, I, I, I and that was it. I was a, I was a Prince fan and, um, I was listening to it and it was like, wow, this is so many different things. And I'd got into, um, New Jack swing and, i uh, I'd been listening to like Janet Jackson, Bobby Brown, all them things leading up to that. And then, and this is it, and I just I just remember listening to the album, and it was like, I'm, I'm a Prince fan. Uh, yeah. But Diamonds and Pearls, that song is just, that was the thing that,
1: that that opened the door and, like, pushed me, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're a Prince fan, go. Well, weirdly enough, same story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but this so, is it, this so, is album. So, so,
1: me. Yeah, exactly. Diamonds and Pearls is the album that made me a Prince fan. But not as, when it came out, weirdly enough, it was, like, I was a... Um, my big thing was Madonna and Michael Jackson. I was obsessive about the two of them; still am. And it was around the time the tour was coming up, like Dimes and Poe's tour. So it was about ninety two, mm-hmm. and Thunder came out as a single. Now I was drive. We were done a lot of kind of like driving in my sisters, my brother's friends. I was our youngest of four, but a lot of the time, what they were playing were these like pirate radios, like hardcore. Pirate radio, so big shout out going out. The bit, He's quite massive. You okay. know, like it was a bit like that. Yeah. And then just out of the blue, one of my brother's friends put on a mixtape that he had, and it was a mixtape of Prince stuff. Then Thunder came out as was the first song on the mixtape. I was just like, I was almost bawling in the back of the car. I was just like, I had goosebumps all up my arms. I was like. The hell is this? <laughs> it sounds like nothing. It says, you know, it's religious. It's, you know, it's filthy. It's which to me was great because, like, I've been listening to Madonna like a prayer, which is like r- religious and filthy. Was my, yeah. like my thing. Was, <laughs> I grew up a little camp kid in Sunday school. You know, religious and filthy is my thing. Hey, and yeah, like, exactly. You have me exactly, and I was just like. Whoever this is. Whoever this is. Because I didn't know it was a Prince mixtape. Like, whoever this is. I, I need a copy of this tape. So I'm going to play the whole tape. And then it was Thunder. Get Off. Thieves in the Temple. Sign of the Times. When Doves Cry. And, I, you know, like, by the time it got to When Doves Cry, I was like, this guy, he did all of this? I love these songs. Then Alphabet Street, Bat Dance, Party Man. I was like, but but they're all different no, they're the same guy. Oh, I'm a fan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a he's fan. like,
0: you know, he was like, hi, my name's Lee and I'm a Prince fan. Exactly. Like,
1: <clears throat> that was the moment. That was the revelatory bit was just like, after I got that cassette, played it. And I was like, oh, God, I love this guy. I love this guy. Then I was like, my brother, my brother, he bought that single, that Bat Dance single. So I went through his record collection and he had like Alphabet Street single. Yeah, because he had loads of records, but he kind of just bought records. Oh, that's, that's, that's what he cool. did. And comic books and stuff like that. So he had Alphabet Street. He had Batman, uh, Batdance. He had Party Man. He had Arms of Orion. And my sister had been given the Duns and Pearls album on vinyl. Um, so I kind of, like, went rooting around my brothers and sisters all like, collectively, all their different record collections, like, hovered back all the print stuff I could find. And I was just like... Like, when I got the Duns and Pearls album, I was like, oh, this is... So this is so good. And like after that, French Sam So it was the the Diamonds and Pearls vinyl. Was that the first time you heard the the
0: album in its entirety? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it was by the time like this was, you know, like about six months after it, we got it. And apart from my brother, um, records and tapes didn't last long in the house. They got scratched. They were like put to the side, you know, like. So exactly, they come untangled. They get ripped. You know, we were not kind to our physical no. media in our house—VHSs, whatever. They got chewed up, scratched, and <laughs> played a lot. And but my brother was the only one that took care of his stuff. Well, unfortunately, when I found his print stuff, it wasn't that well taken care does, does he own it now, or did you take it? Oh, yeah, it was mine. It was, it was mine. That's mine. It's like you mine used now. to have a copy of Alphabet Street. You <laughs> don't anymore. Has he ever said, where's all my prints, by? No, like, he, I don't know where they were. No, he could hear where they were gone. No. <laughs> like was, they were played on a loop. <laughs>
0: So should we talk about the Diamonds and Pearls album? We yeah.
1: Go track by track. Well, it seems like a good segue. Well, we yep. And you started off with Thunder, so yeah. It's the song that got me into Prince. Um, what can I say about Thunder? It starts off with one of those great harmonies that only Prince can do. Mm-hmm. One of those great kind of choral pieces, like the start of Seven, the start of For You, and Honest Man. I can just listen to Prince sing and do group vocals. With the new piano and microphone album that's coming out, people were talking about possibly, like, guitar and microphone. I and mean, I'd love that, just like an acoustic guitar and microphone. But Prince is one of those few artists that could do microphone and microphone. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Listen, listen to For You, start of For You. Listen to the start of Seven. Listen to the start of Thunder. Listen to an Honest Man. That guy could just... Sing a harmony part, and I think a lot of these songs, if you took away everything but the vocals, it's, it would still be a song, yeah. It, it would, still would still be a song, it yeah. would still be a beautiful song. And that's the th- that's what gets me about Thunder is that that start, it announces, it announces, you know, it sounds like it's announcing God, yeah, you know. And like you said, it's very, it has, it was very, very religious and
0: yet dirty at the same yeah. time. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great great intro track to the album and again, it's like, there's so many different styles. Yeah. This and the, the cymbal album, there's so many different styles you couldn't Yeah. describe, if someone said to you, what genre is the Diamonds and Pearls album? Can you, can you say what genre it is? Can you, can you say, you know, is New Jack Swing? Is it pop? Is it R&B? Is it funk? Yes, to all of them. It's all of them.
1: (laughs) Tick, tick, tick. Well, I think it's one of those things it's like, it doesn't, you could call it a pop album. Yeah. It's a very artful and complicated and well-referenced pop album, as all his pop albums are. I don't know if you can... I don't think if labels and genres are really useful when it comes to Prince. I don't know. And obviously, this
0: is the first one with the new power generation. So you had a lot more. Yeah. It was it was Prince with, with a, another band. Yeah. With...
1: My spirit animal, Tony M. Exactly. <laughs> Tony M. is my spirit animal. Oh, uh, Tony M. I've got to say, I have a lot of time for maybe because I got into the. But I have a lot of time for him um, just because this album, the first MPG album and the Simple album. I think you know. And and I think that
0: for me at the time I was listening to I was getting into R and B I was getting into hip hop, and it was like
1: this was like it was Prince but with rap. It was like wow, this is. Which, which some Prince, like some of the older Prince fans, yeah, yeah, were just totally which... like the two don't go together. But I, I had no, you know, I had no reference. I didn't know Prince never did rap. Yeah. So, you know. But this is the,
0: is this, yeah, this is the first album that he he rapped on. Tony M. No, Prince and yeah, it was Prince, wasn't
1: it? Well, I mean, you can count if MPG singles because Tony M's on that. Mm. Um, Brother with a Purpose. Okay. Yeah. You tell me what you think about Thunder.
0: What do I think about Thunder? Um Oh uh, I always wanted to see a music
1: video for it. But I don't think there is a music video for it, is there? No, there was um one was uh cut together from pieces of uh the Insatiable video and they were kind of like you know, those kind of clip videos for the chart show. mm But that's the only thing I can think of that was... Um, I think it's a missed opportunity. That was a video that should have been made, Thunder. For
0: me, and like I said, it was just the fact of... Thunder was more of like, I couldn't... I like it, but I couldn't define why I liked it. I just liked it, and I could, you know, Thunder all through... You know,
1: it's... Oh, I can take you through every everything yeah, was I can take the fact for that through the fact that it's just a really simple and it sounds so complicated, but it's actually on a really simple yeah
0: it, just, it, it, was, it was and I, I think and this was the thing with me and Prince it was and Prince music is the fact of you couldn't i couldn't it was like i just like it yeah and it, it could be different styles, it could be different genres it was like. I don't know what it is, but it's like you connected to it. So with Thunder, like you said, it was religious and it was um, very gospel, I suppose. Yeah. Um, had the gospel feel to it. And it was like, oh, it was okay, almost okay. like a call to action, I suppose.
1: It's a uh, perfect way to introduce an yeah, album.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a perfect way to introduce an album. Um, it's it's probably not my fa- one of my favourite tracks on the album, but I wouldn't, it's not one that I would skip. Wouldn't if you? if i'm if i'm going out of my way to listen to diamonds and pearls i would start from yeah start from the beginning and that's another thing about um how what i liked about prince and prince albums is that you never very rarely do you skip a track some yeah. artists you'll listen to an album and you're like oh, i don't like that track i'll skip but with something like diamonds and pearls i remember that's one of the first albums that i would listen to all the way through <laughs> So right, shall we go on to Daddy Pop? Daddy Pop, yeah, um,
1: great pop track, love it, catchy. Well, for me, it's one of those songs that, as much as I love it on the album, it's one of those songs I like better live. Yeah, because obviously we saw yeah MPG play it live, and like when they played it live on the tour, I mean, like changing it up from the kind of loops <sighs> and stuff to Michael Bland just going for it in the. I think one of the things about Diamonds and Pearls is the mix is very polite. Okay. Cause it's a glossy pop record. And sometimes that really gives, you know, it makes something like cream and Diamonds and Pearls just so beautiful to listen to. But then I think it takes some of the life out of something like daddy pop.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Cause daddy pop, when you listen to that, like tour version, it's like, you know, suddenly Michael Bland's drumming is just, Huge, and Sonny's bass is just boom, ding, 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 ding. You know, like it's 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 so much. So do more. you
0: prefer the the Do you prefer the tour version to the album version itself?
1: Yeah, I just think I just think it's um, like I said, it's such a glossy album. It's such a perfectly like mixed album. So much time has been spent on the album. Uh, that some songs, it makes them absolutely perfect. Uh, Thunder being one of them, Diamonds and Pearls being another one of them. But Daddy Pop is one of those ones that just, you know, it's just taken a little bit of the kind of drive out of the song, although I love it on record because that's where I listen to it first. And... Is there any,
0: like, remixes or
1: anything that you... No, actually, I just think if if I if you if I was given a choice to listen to that song, it would be the tour version, Diamonds and Pearls tour. Right, version. okay, I understand that. Yeah, it's fine. Um,
0: I don't know what it's. It's still catchy, and again, it, it's not one that. And with each track on Diamonds and Pearls, they flow. Yeah. Nothing sounds the same on the album. It flows. Yeah, and they kind of complement each
1: other and it's different oh yeah yes it's a beautiful listening experience like from start to finish it's just like if you take that track if you know if you take that track on its own actually even better still the arsenio whole performance yes like they were going for it they were really going for it on that performance and then it was just like is it would you say that it's
0: a track that would be a highlight because I didn't, I didn't see the the Diamonds and Pearls tour. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't see it live. I've seen video. of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, um, I Didn't see it live. But would for you? Is that like it's something that highlights the band
1: and? Yeah, yeah, that band, that band, that yeah. band. It really calls them into their perfect spots. I think it's a great little live, like treat for them. Yeah, like because you got like. You got like it showcases Sonny and Michael really well, while still you know showcasing Tony M in the same spot. So it's like, and yeah, R- and Rose's voice. So it's like, but I think I think with the MPG
0: and the Diamonds and Pearls album, everyone gets highlighted. I think yeah. that everyone has their own own mm. bit. And Rosie Gaines, Tony M, you know they they you know they stand out. They have their moments. Would I say it's one of my favourite? They're all, they're all, they're all. We'll have to go, at the end. We'll have to go through on which ones are like. I don't know. It's hard to choose. Right? Should we go on to diamonds and pearls? Okay. Um, my favourite song on the album. Really? Um, yeah. It was like the song that opened the door. See, it's this is such a great ballad. Love the music video. I, I fell in love with it. It was my my song. When we saw MPG recently uh in london uh, i just you know i teared up and it was like no that's gonna set me off but yeah it's it's one of my favorite prince ballads absolutely love it love the music video the whole him running through the corridor and the press photography and the the visuals with the uh obviously diamond Belt, the the dancers
1: and just you like that visual, huh? Yeah, I like that visual. Yeah. <laughs> Which one's the straight guy?
0: Um, <laughs> it, it was the song that brought me into this world, so it, was, it will always have a special, a special place in my heart. And the woman who ended up being my wife, um, that song always, always linked that song to her. So it's always had a special place in my heart, and oh. so yeah, so. That's my thoughts on diamonds and pearls, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't.
1: I don't know if you want to break it down or. Well, I... I think I think it's really interesting because we're two Prince fans of the same era, got into a Prince on the same album. The song that is our favorite, the other one can just kind of leave. <laughs> you, don't, you really? That's the song on the album that took me the longest to appreciate.
0: I, I did not know I'm not this. Not a ballad
1: guy. You. N- well, I kind of knew that. I, don't, I don't. you know, uh, but I, what what sealed the deal that it was actually a good song was that killer guitar riff. You know, it's a great song, and it's and this is one of the ones where I was saying earlier on about it, it being a really glossy album. This is one of the songs, and I think it's the song that benefits the most from that attention to detail and how much uh, time they spent on. This song, you know, on this record versus other Prince albums that were just kind of like recorded and out there. I always the, thought back in the day that it always reminded me of, yeah. if I was in
0: heaven, this would be the song that would be playing. And oh. I think it's just the, the visuals of the white and the, the you know the trumpet. It it <laughs> was da, 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 like da, da, if da, you went into heaven, down. Down. yeah. It was, and again, it's very. Uh, to me, it sounds a bit religious. I don't know if, yeah, uh, if, if that's, so that's just me. Oh, interesting. That You know, you have the whole trumpet and the... Du, 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 you know. Oh, can, and I Rosie Gang's that. vocals, it's, you know... I never pictured it that way. But I, And I don't know if it's just me thinking of the song and the music video at the same time, but it's like, all right, that's... Hey, and I think it's the fact if I you know, this song I put on a pedestal kind of thing.
1: Um, well, I mean, it's it's art, right? That's that's the yeah, whole art. thing. Is it's what you re, it's your reaction to it is what exactly what yeah. it is. It's about what it brings up and image, Like it never brought up anything that strong for me. It was just like, oh, it's a nice love song. You yeah. know, trust me, I'm not saying it's a bad song, right? <laughs> Trust me, that's not what I'm saying. There'll be Prince no, fans outside. Exactly, wouldn't. I'm going to get kicked at the <laughs> next Prince party. Yeah, exactly. You're if, the guy that doesn't like well, <laughs> diamonds and pearls. No, I do like diamonds and I just <laughs> It's to me, baby. I don't... Really <laughs> <laughs> I've got some shit in that. <laughs> no, that, that, that surprised me. That I, I thought... The song, I, I, I think it's... I've come to like it a lot more than I did. Yeah. I like the video. The video is really good. And, and Dimes and Pearls, the song, even though I got the single at the time, um, it was, you know, it took me a while to appreciate that yeah. song. See, I didn't think I'd find out stuff that I didn't know before.
0: <laughs> I like doing this. Um, should we go on to yeah, "Cream"? Oh yeah, great pop track, great maxi single. Again, music video. Absolutely love the whole. Yeah, the legs. No, um, no,
1: that is. Do you know what? <laughs> that is a perfect pop video.
0: It yeah, no, just it's like... exactly. It was. You know, it's again. It's the the color, the art,
1: the. The, the suits that they're wearing and it's interesting that's exactly it it's interesting you say that because this is all part of the world and you know it's when we went to the my name is prince exhibition in london um when i saw like stacia lang's black and white waistcoat you know design it was just like oh, my god this is like it's visual and audio perfection at the same time. It was that video was a perfect combination of so many different elements. That whole project, actually, I think, is a... both uh, Diamonds and Pearls music video and and Cream music video. It's just they're
0: very different, but still very very similar. Yeah. Um. It's it's just a great pop track and yeah, I like the you know the beginning bit where they're in the, mu- in the music video where they're at the train station. Yeah. And they're being interviewed. Oh, who? I think it's who? who which one of you are dating Prince? Yeah. And then it's the whole. You are you know... Dating Prince? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it has, and it kind of remi- and I may be wrong, but it kind of reminded me of the Batman of the whole nineteen thirties. Yeah. It style had to, to it, to the reporting and the very about oh, up- the
1: next stand, Smokeyton. Yeah, know. exactly. In it's- fact, when I went to Minneapolis last year. <laughs> I wanted to go to fly into Chicago and take a train <laughs> to Minneapolis just so I can say I was on the next dang party to Minneapolis. <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> I was just like, yes.
0: But it was, it's kind of like um, that 1930s feel,
1: art deco. Yeah. I, that's it. This project, I, and I didn't realise it till now, is as much visual as it is Sonic. Yeah. Diamonds and pearls. Yeah. To just critique the album or just to listen to the album... Is actually kind of missing half the picture of why people loved it. I think because it's interesting. I think that's
0: why I've I've mentioned the the music videos more than I thought I would because, like you said, it's they're they're the linked and the whole
1: experience is linked. Well, the first thing you had to say about Thunder was that you thought that there should be a video yeah. to it, and I agree with you. I would love to have I would love to have seen what Prince would have done with a video like then. Because that prints. Going back to Thunder, the image that
0: I had was someone in bed and there's a thunderstorm and the bed started shaking. So yeah. it's like the the lyrics you kind of, and I think that was with a lot of Prince songs, is you build up, sometimes you make your
1: own music video in your yeah. head. Mine was, yeah, mine was way, way more blasphemous than. <laughs> It was, like, basically, like, Prince on the Crucifix, kind of singing with, like, you know, Dimes of Pops' hair. But, you know, like, in kind of, like, one of those kind of lace outfits, like a white lace outfit. But there's there's certain Prince tracks that I always listen to, and I'll be like, oh, I'd love to do a music video to this and this. Yeah. Um, Are we we still on Cream? Yeah, I mean, just to say that Cream, sonically, great pop song really intricate little guitar riffs like yeah that bow, bow. i just love that little like, yeah you know, that Did- little riff and stuff but it is interesting this conversation has really made me realize duns and Pose is not only a sonic album but like it's a visual one as well so i think sometimes that whole period uh big like prince fans from beforehand I think part of why they're not getting it is because it was the visuals are as much as important as just the record. Which brought,
0: which I think for me and you brought a new generation in, and this is nothing against 80s Prince fans or 80s Prince music. You know, I, I went back and after like Diamonds and Pearls and when I became like a Prince fan, I yeah. then went back and then appreciated all the stuff from the 80s. And I don't, there's certain tracks in the 80s that I absolutely love and there's albums that I absolutely love, but I am a 90s Prince fan. Yeah. Um, but I go back and I still appreciate the stuff that I didn't listen to back then.
1: Similar. I'm a 90s Prince fan, but 80s Prince is killer. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, revolution, 1999, you know, tour band, you know, pre-revolution band with Andre Simone, Des Dickinson, you know, you know, Prince... Prince's music has been quite steadily killer throughout. So yeah. to say I'm a 90s Prince fan just means it's a little bit more than those ones. But it's not, you know.
0: Going back to how we started the party in 2013, I just remember, you know, head playing, I'm like, just singing along to head. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> so, and it was like, and then I, and even with the parties, there's always something that happens at the party where there's a track. And I'm like, I, I appreciate it more because of
1: the experience I had. Yeah. Listening to it at the party. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I listened to Head was because I got the hits the B-sides. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so was I was it? like,
1: oh, Pope, Pink cashmere I, yeah. I didn't know which ones were new and which ones were old kind of thing. It was... I had to learn where everything was from.
0: Yeah, so should we go on to yeah. strolling? So strolling, again, it's more of that... to And this is probably just my interpretation of it. It's very um kind of barbershoppy um old school American you know strolling yeah. strolling so I always think of like no offense but this is like some kind of quartet barbershop quartet kind of That's not a bad thing. I mean um it's that kind of and again it's like I couldn't couldn't say why I liked it. I just knew that I liked it.
1: It's very carefree.
0: Yeah. But if anybody else, any other artist performed something similar would
1: have I enjoy it? It's very it's very hard to describe. Well that was his talent. I think that's part of his talent is making things that uh, shouldn't work work. Work, Yeah. Yeah, and you know that kind of lazy kind of dun, 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 dun. you know it's one of those kind of melodies that you can sing without thinking about it. And also killer guitar by Levi Caesar Jr. You know, right. You know Amazing. The man with the blue guitar uh, That I mean Keller I love that track I mean I love it not because it's a great you know it's no crystal ball it's no Straits of the World it, big comp- three chains of gold complicated there's not like a bunch of complicated things happening no. lots of the things that are said about Prince is that he uses space well and that's another little track that I remember space well
0: so when I got I got this album I, I was a paperboy at the time And I just remember delivering papers and literally singing, we can just, uh, you know, singing along to strolling while (laughs) delivering newspapers. And it was that whole, like you said, carefree. And it was literally just me strolling down the street and just, you know, we can just. uh, It could so
1: easily be achieved. I'm trying not to sing. (laughs) I'm trying my best not to sing. Yeah, but that's a sign of a good song, right? (laughs) When you mention it and the first thing you want to do is sing it. You're like, that's. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: We can have fun. Stroll, rock, yeah.
1: okay we need to reel oh. you in
0: <laughs> don't even get me started glad we're not doing any exodus the so
1: in a minute.
0: <laughs> 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 gonna have me also, yeah
1: but I think that's a great universal thumbs up from both of us yeah. I think. yeah yeah exactly it's, it's one that
0: again wouldn't skip uh, would still play through and I think
1: you're more likely to skip along to it though. yeah and skip it you know what I'm going to be doing I'll be like yeah oh I know. it's a great track there's
0: a guy out there skipping he's singing um, so Willing and Able oh yes <laughs>
1: you're just going to start so, Yeah, I know, sorry, are, I... this is going to descend from reviews into just humming about tracks
0: Lee and Chopin oh. do
1: karaoke Prince Karaoke but there's so many little bits I want to sing like oh it's such a great track I'm trying not
0: to sing Tony M's rap part to it I'm like no I'm gonna hold myself back he's my spirit animal and again great music video and Rosie's part uh, yeah I'm trying not to sing (laughs) it's so hard not to sing because it's like you want to talk about a certain part and the only way you can talk about a certain part is by singing it and it's like well I'm not going to do that
1: I, it's I just I just love it from that start off guitar riff to the very last bit. It's just like it's just the tap of the snare and it's rim shots and oh, it's it's I love it. It it grooves, you know. Like it's just it's he's such a, such a cool delivery and 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 like
0: with the whole album itself, it introduced me to so many different genres of like me starting to like jazz and mm. going in uh, listening to James Brown, Sly and the Family Star uh, you know, it, yeah. This this album it just opened me up to, you know, I was like, yeah. oh well, I like I didn't realise I liked that. I didn't realise, you know, and you know, I started to listen after after this, I started to listen to a lot more jazz. Yeah. Um and it's, you know, songs like this and um but it was how this song then combined with you know Rosie Gaines vocals. And then Tony M's raps, but yeah. but you think, oh right, this style of song wouldn't, and it just
1: works. Well, I think this is the thing, and like as much as you can, lots of lots of people talk about Prince chasing trends with rappers and stuff, and you know some of that might be true in the way that he was approaching things, but he didn't he didn't always do it in a way that was, you know, copying. I think there's nothing similar to. Think about rap at the time, you know, none of it sounded like Willing and Able. No. Right? Hip hop at the time did not sound like Willing and Able. It's, you know, he had the kind of sense to kind of take what he wanted from it. It was a fusion, I suppose. Yeah. It was a type of fusion. I think it's more clear on, like, Symbol album than, like, the next album that it became a lot more. Like, harder, bigger, focused would, on kind of hip-hop beats and stuff like that. Would you agree that uh, with the Diamonds and Pearls
0: and then the Symbol album, the way I would see it, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Diamonds and Pearls is the softer side and Symbols more edgier? Would you
1: say that? More chiselled? Yeah, well, Symbols uh, To albums, me, they're like yin and yang. Yes. They're, they're, they're still partner albums in a way. Yeah. Um, but... The symbol album has got so many tracks, as in layers, you know, side by side, and so much going on that you could almost separate out half the layers and create two different different songs from each song. They are so densely produced. Whereas Diamonds and Pearls is is still there's still a lot of space in there mm. sonically. I mean, there's a couple of bit- sections where it goes quite dense, but not really. Like, that thing that people were saying that Prince used space well. Diamonds and Pearls as an album still uses space well. You know, whereas the Simple album is just, like, try and find a space anywhere in that album to fit in another sound or another instrument. It's just, like, there isn't one. Yeah. He crammed it to the rafters. It's, like, it's like Diamonds and Pearls is, like, opening the opening the door to a new beautifully pristine show loft. Flat apartment, right? (laughs) I like this description. You open the door and it's just it's been put, it's been placed, and everything's perfectly staged, perfectly placed. Yeah, I like that. By the estate agent, you know, where a symbol is like opening the door to a hoarder's home. (laughs) You know, like it's just like it's just all of these sounds and nothing. But I love it. That's not a that's not a criticism of it. No, it's just what it is. You know, I like that. I like I like that.
0: I like that description. That's very good.
1: Um are we finished Will enable. um do you have anything more to say about it or um then it's it's a, you know you can the the music video is a, a, all uh a live kind of live version it's a live version isn't well, it well i it? think it's like here's the thing with the window enable one i think it's live vocals uh, okay i think it's them Miming to a backing track with live vocals, the vocals are kind of different. I'm not sure it's entirely live. I could be correct. Trying could...
0: not to sing Tony M's rap. I'm so
1: no. trying. <laughs> well, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
1: <not that. laughs> no, don't no. Get your flip phone out. Yeah, no. And try tambouracker. N- yeah, and he's got like a big chunky phone. I just remember that. <laughs> I get. I just remember always wanting one of those tambourackers, I, I met, which I now have. Yeah.
0: Oh dear! Oh.
1: Try not to sing what next uh, we right, have I don't know what's next
0: but <laughs> get off oh. which is
1: sex it's just sex yeah oh. um between 4 minutes or 10 minutes depending on which version one of the best singles ever i'm just looking at it now just looking at your yeah read those track listings need you I'll, I'll let you okay, do the honors. so... Get Off Extended Remix, oh my god, so good. Get Off House Style, again, so good. Violet the Organ Grinder might even be better than Get Off. I knew was going to say that. One of the best songs ever made. Mm -hmm. Violet the Organ Grinder. Actually, I think Violet the Organ Grinder is... And a great music video. It's it's my funeral song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want played at my funeral (laughs) Oh, my God. Love it. Dearly beloved. No, 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 no. No, no. He wants this song playing Exactly. Yeah, and, and you, no, Violet the Organ Grinder. Oh, my God. Get Off flute instrumental, Cool. Vogue track. You know, like, you know, it could, you can could imagine the models Vogue, you know, Gags the Glam Clock and the Jizz. Not only are these great tracks, but again with the visual thing... This is a video single, a video maxi single, right? All of these have videos, but apart from Flute instrumental, um, all of these have videos. Great videos, yeah. You know, not only do we have the the gorgeousness that is the Get Off video with Caligula esque, yeah, kind of Egyptian, I guess, at the yeah. start, and um,
0: I, where they walk through. Obviously, they walk through the doors, don't they? You here for the
1: audition? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's just it's just sex <laughs> yeah and uh, violet the organ grinder just like just when you think it can't get any more sex you know that's like you've added a couple of partners to <laughs> but the thing is
0: it's like we were talking about it as you
1: say tony m is your spirit animal violet tony the or- is my spirit animal violet the organ grinder is my spirit animal as in like the, the gold chain hat the gold chain mesh over his body with the those high-waisted trousers in a gold cage. I mean, that's... Oh. That opened worlds to me.
0: But we've we've talked about, obviously, the music and the album and then the music videos, but it's also, like, the artwork on... Yeah. ...on these vinyls
1: and... I mean, let's have a look at these. I mean, just... Because here's the thing with Diamonds and Pearls is, like... Lots of stuff you can just put down to Prince being a genius, but this is where he surrounds himself with. I'm currently cool. looking at the laser disc, laser disc version of
0: Diamonds and Pearls, the video collection. Oh, right. see, I had this on VHS,
1: but you've got the laser disc. Here, here's the thing about that. Uh, I'm glad
0: I, you brought these out because it's quite
1: cool to look at and talk about at the same time. Here's the thing: that Diamonds and Pearls video collection. I looked at like I had the VHS, obviously, when I was a kid. And wore it like till there was like basically snow on the screen. It was played it so much. Now, that cover, when I went to Paisley Park, one of the highlights of the whole of the Paisley Park experience, and trust me, being at Paisley Park, it's just one big long run of highlights upon highlights upon highlights. You know, one of the highlights was seeing that cover, that fret. The, the actual, like, jewel, jewelry box, the thing that that's a photograph of, mm-hmm. framed on the wall, like the art piece. So this was, I didn't know this, this was framed on... That's actually, a pe- like, a jewelry box with loads of jewelry glued onto yeah, wasn't it. Wasn't this and used
0: in the symbol, the Three Chains of
1: Gold uh, video? No, that's a different one. because that's,
0: that's a different one.
1: Yeah, that will have different jewels on it, but it's pretty much like the kind of the same thing. That's like where she a, hands over the tape. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm thinking of, and that and that's on that's that's actually like a framed kind of like sculpture or whatever you want to call oh, a I piece did not of art that. that's actually in a frame at Paisley Park. When you walk through the door, just turn left <laughs> and it's on the wall. And I remember like these. These poor security guys kind of looking at me as I kind of shivered with, oh my god, it's the cover of the Diamonds and Pearls video collection. And <laughs> geeked out, just geeked out. As anyone would, you know? As anyone would, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is the thing about that. Ho- this is what thing, he surrounded himself with really good people, not just good musicians, but, you know, you Know from Steve Park doing the artwork, Randy St. Nicholas doing the um, doing pictures, uh, Randy St. Nicholas, I think, did some of the videos as well. Uh, Point of View Films, Stacia Lang, Kim Berry doing the uh, Typhoon, Typhoon haircut. It just all so good, Kim. <laughs> so, get off is kind of set us off at a tangent. Well, obviously... I mean, the tangent, the tangent is no, that, in a good the way. the tangent is that he this again, it. I realize it is a visual project because, you know, even the single was a video single, you know. I could do a cultural thesis on Violet the Organ Grinder. Let's just say that. But Get Off and the Birthday, like the initial. I remember, like, at any party, if someone plays it, I know you're always on the dance floor. Yeah. Get Off and. But everybody's on the dance floor. So is that to be fair. <laughs> No, but if if that song are definitely well yeah, you, when yeah. do you not on the dance floor? Right, so, um so Get Off yeah. So that's a slam dunk of a song from video to song to remixes to remixes that turned into new songs. That Get Off is almost a thing that is greater than the whole Diamonds and Pearls album. It's just so good. Totally agree. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Um, next one,
0: uh, walk don't walk. Very, I think gospel for me. I think
1: Rosie shines on this one. It's interesting you say gospel because I never thought of it that way, and now I'm now I'm kind of hearing it like that. I was kind of I I kind of put it in like a kind of little avant like an avant yeah. garde kind of character category, like My Little Pill or something like that. It's just like oh, it's just one of Prince's strange little tracks that are actually really good yeah you know like love song that you did with madonna or uh, my little pill there is lonely those strange little tracks that just had you those strange little tracks that are just fantastic but not where you would categorize no them. but actually interesting that you said gospel I can now actually see the whole you know waving the fans and singing it in the pews yeah yeah um and for me and again it's another one where
0: I picture a music video in my head of a very busy city, and you're moving, and it's like walk, don't walk, that yeah. kind of thing. And then you know, seeing the American style crossings, you know, about taking your time in life. I guess yeah. it's my Which path are you going to take? Yeah, which path are you going to take? You know, walk, don't walk is.
1: Also, there's, it's a, there's a kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't yeah. kind of thing. Um, so make, take, a, take the risk or don't take the risk. It's like a very simple message delivered in a very confused way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's basically a be yourself track. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, free yourself, but in a very, just a very offbeat way. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes it's skippable. But a lot of the time I love it. It's, it's a strange you, track as we're talking about it, all I keep on picturing is me
0: as this paper boy just listening to you know Strolling, walk don't walk it was <laughs> that's true. it was a very a physical album for me it's like i was always walking and listening to it so i just i just have flashbacks of me you know with my little walkman cassette tape
1: delivering papers and just so like, for you this is audio visual and physical, physical this is a yeah. very complete yeah. project and I suppose
0: that's you know it was it was you know my album my prince album but again it's with me it was like i was a prince fan on my own and i was listening to it and it was that it was mine does that make sense yeah. and it was like my oh yeah you know listening, talking about this album now and having flashbacks of like all right and i just remember just listening to it walking and being very young and listening to Prince.
1: I totally get the mine aspect of it, especially is like there were songs, there were like, there were hit songs, diamonds of pearls, cream, you know, get off that other people knew, but like, and correct me if I'm wrong. I remember if it was on a cassette
0: tape, you'd switch over. And I think walk, don't walk was the side. Oh, was it? The second side. I could be, people could correct me, but I'm sure get off was the last of the side. A, and then, or side one, and then
1: side two was. I just remember turn, again. I just remember turning the tape over. See, I also <laughs> because the record my sister had was so scratched. I borrowed this from a library and taped the copy, so you're, <laughs> you're more likely to be accurate because of. I'm sure. I'm sure. That I just remember, like I said, I had my Walkman. I just yeah. remember flipping the tape over. I
0: just remember it being to like me again. This is very and this is probably my interpretation of it very 1930s america it has that that vibe i, d- I don't know i just it, i just have these images it's probably just me just have these images of america american cities and
1: stuff oh. like that so i don't know that could be just me yeah kind of like american culture well it could be like the soundtrack to like superman's metropolis y- yeah yeah it's it's yeah. very much that you know it's not a gotham track it's a metropolis track yeah <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: that's probably just me with my uh
1: it's far stuff. too shiny and happy to yeah be for gotham you know yeah uh,
0: yeah it's more yeah more, more metropolis than yeah. okay yeah so if diamonds like and pearls the daily if, world yeah so if diamonds and up. pearls would be metropolis i think the symbol album would be gotham oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that interpretation that the symbol album would be Metropolis. Uh, Gotham sim- on a chaotic day. Yeah, symbol <laughs> album would be Gotham and Diamonds and Pearls yeah. would be Metropolis. I like that. Jughead, love, love this track. Me I too. just,
1: <laughs> I think we're the only two Prince fans. I just who... remember
0: me and you, we saw MPG uh, uh, Indigo 02, what, a couple of months ago. And, I didn't think they were going to play this, and they played it, and me and you just went bananas. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's video footage online
1: somewhere mm. of me and you going bananas, or someone has video footage of me and you. And I don't know if you noticed, but I think Tony noticed that we were having a very good <laughs> time was, because he pointed a couple of. Them yeah, there. exactly. It was like I don't know why I just love this. I think it's just pfft. and Prince
0: top three on this album. I think I think this would be really. Yeah, I just it's just one oh. that will just I will just get up and. I will get up and dance to or I will I will, I will sing along to and kick him in a jacket. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's. I think sometimes... I think why it gets a Bad rap lesson. Hey! It's a stupid pun. <laughs> <one. laughs> Sorry for that no, no. one. No pun intended. But um, I think this... Uh, why some fans, uh, especially 80s fans, don't take song, songs like this seriously is... Possibly because they shouldn't. It's a fun track. You know, it's not like... It's not written to be straight out of content. It's not Public Enemy. It's it's just a fun track. It's and that's... F- funky. It's just... Yeah. Kicking her jacket. Yeah, yeah. Trying not to sing. With an interesting message at the end, given how his career went. Uh, okay. If you think about it, it's the first time on record that Prince starts mentioning anything about copyrights oh with the the bit at the end with yeah um, they say the wheelers and dealers for your rights and yeah like, the yeah. rights about um Talking musical about. artists yeah, yeah so like that whole changing his name to a symbol seemed very overnight but actually if you look, you look back it it's kind of hinted here isn't it yeah and it's on the first NPG album there's a whole section of yeah, it he punches at, the manager doesn't it, in and this one. and i think actually this is an interesting thing where Prince. He, Prince used to use Morris as a character through which to play certain aspects of himself, and I think this is interesting. That that bit at the end is, you know, whether Tony came up with it himself or whether it was kind of between a conversation between him and Prince. Um, I'd, I'd be interested. No, I'd actually be interested to ask Tony to know about this. Whether Prince is actually using Tony. To be a voice for a part of himself, no, it's not he, him. wasn't, it's... he wasn't comfortable saying at that point, but come two days after signing the new contract, Prince became very comfortable <laughs> with being this voice. Yeah, it's not me, it's, saying, it's Tony yeah, M. But, like, it's interesting, yeah, you know, it's interesting that it's on one of Prince's conscious hits, yeah, right? Dance and Pulse is a conscious push to commercial, commercial hit, commercial hit. And then he puts this on there about right. you know, you, you know, artists he, rights, Artists rights, artist rights, and it's interesting that the more he goes in the hits direction, the more he hits this wall of it's not worth that. And I think this is the first time it become the first time it's on record. Yeah, and do you think this is the first signs of that? I think it's him starting to realize that he can't. Spend a year producing a record every time. That's my kind of take on that. So, junk, junkhead, can seem like a throwaway track, but there's that bit at the end. Actually, maybe I recount the thing about it's not, it's not Public Enemy, it's not Straight <laughs> Outta Compton, it's fight the power kind of. No, I suppose oh, not. Oh, you know, junkhead. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Try I'm, not to I'm, see Jesus. In my, in my the first time, I've actually had to think about Jughead rather interesting than just It's and talking about it. Talk you begin about... to
0: realise, okay, you begin to realise things you've not noticed or
1: okay. All right, Rance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gone. Go Money on. don't matter tonight. Love, gorgeous, gorgeous, poetic storytelling. Again, one of these artful things that Prince can do is with a first line land you right in the spot emotionally. Yeah. And you know, it's been seven hours and 13 days since you took your love away. You know exactly where you are. One more card and it's 22. I'm lucky for him again. It's like, you're there. You're there. You're you're sat there. You're in the bar, you're sat next to him and you're slumped across. And it's the lazy, it's the laziness of the, beat compared with that lyric and it's just like sitting all alone in an all white room feeling like the color blue it's like oh i'm right there with you i know exactly where you're storytelling i know the storytelling but he he does he doesn't meander he jumps off really well with the first line visually you're there as well yeah and this is another one of those times where he just comes with it bucking out the gate telling you exactly where you are first line and and doesn't let up yeah. and doesn't that up brilliant video with Spike Lee Spike as well Lee, yeah absolutely amazing yeah. and very obviously social
0: and political and of, of the times one of my favorites I think on this one um yeah. like you said it, it gets you, you you're there at the start you're in that story mode and you know if then and, and again if there wasn't a music video you would
1: you could build that picture in your mind and, and and you're and you're there. So another one of those goosebump lines, yeah, if long life is what we all live for, then long, long, long life will come to pass. Anything's better than the picture of a child a in the cloud, a I guess. This. And you think you go to look bad. And I mean every time I heard that I was just like, Because oh. I mean it was that first Gulf War, you know, the desert storm. It was just as I was starting to realise that war I know this sounds really bad. But the war was a bad thing in terms of things that we did as well. I mean, I was very much growing up, I was I was into aeroplanes and it was all RAF is goodies and, you know, British yeah. are goodies and Falklands, the British are goodies and anybody else is bad. And then it's just like the Gulf War rolls around and it's like I'm starting to get that age where you start to question things and it's just like, oh... And I think that, in its sense, is the start of Prince being the soundtrack to my life in not just, chrono- you know, not just... That's the song that was played when I did this, but that's the song that was playing when I realised this. Or that that's the song that made me realise this. And I think that's one of the lines that's made started me thinking that these weren't just cool aeroplanes. Yeah. It wasn't just cool technology. Made you think. there's There's a consequence to this. And I think this is one of those... I mean there were other things going on at the time definitely but this is one of those songs that made me start to question things and obviously you know I'm a big
0: Janet Jackson fan and I kind of pair this with State of the World on Rhythm Nation yeah you know you and have the knowledge and, and the knowledge yeah. it. it's songs that make you think and yeah you know I was listening to Rhythm Nation and, that and in the mirror yeah <laughs> it's yeah exactly it's the yeah. it's the, it's the songs that songs that make you think and <laughs> And I like what you said about, you know, it's even a song that reminds you of something, but with this one, it would be if you're in a certain mood, you would then listen to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, uh, a great song. Um, next one, the one that bonded our friendship, Push.
1: <laughs> step one step after to the dance floor. <laughs> Push it on it. Here we go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I all I, do, I just remember us just literally just singing along to this, and it was like, oh my god, I've I've made a friend for life. Yeah. Um, I don't really hear it much. I'm trying to think. Do you do we hear the, this push
1: at, at parties? No. I don't. That's interesting. Um, I think I played it live like with Katrina once, like just like strumming around on the guitar. With was that on the boat in 2013? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I don't hear the the DJs don't play this one. People would sing along, especially that. I do, I've only just is. realized
0: that just talking about it. Do, do, do I'm trying to think what? So, obviously, Cream get off. Uh, I don't think they play Jughead. Uh, there's not many. I'm um, it's, it's interesting,
1: though. No? I've so put some requests DJs out there Dre, Dre, <laughs> Unique, Unique, <laughs> La Freak, La Freak. This song needs to be played a bit more. Yeah, we need we need more push. I can hear their eyes rolling as He's like, like, no, 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 no. It's all right. We'll just play a right city. It's like, no. it's like, That's cool.
0: Next next Prince part, I'm, I'm going to request push. Um, Yeah, I love it. And I love the whole part where they're trying to entice Prince to get on the mic. They don't want me on the mic. Yeah, I know. Get on the mic. <laughs> and, like, and like you said at the start about how... It's you, that falsetto before he sings. And then it's like, and then it just goes into that into that rap and it's like oh, I, lo- I love what you said at the start that how do you remember
1: the track listings you just go through the rap <laughs> it's thunder on the mic daddy pop it's in the house and I'm sure like, from Pakistan-,
0: Pakistan to Poland stranger your town scratching up kids uh, snatching up kids like a circus clown
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I just I, I
1: just love it I love Katrina because she knows all the Rosie's parts as well <laughs> but this is it though it'd be you, like <laughs> you know it as well <laughs> yeah know <I'm>
0: <laughs> They call me Rosie G and I just don't care. I like to step all night long. No, I'm, I'm trying, trying not, not to sing. Oh my God, I know it too. <laughs> but again, it's like, you know, you're in, in a room of Prince fans. It's like, hey, I'm
1: the only one that knows these lyrics. Yeah. Um, I love that track. I mean, but it's the way that their vocals fit so tightly, Rosie and Prince, on that track that make it work because it's just like a simple groove but they just give it this texture That's there's something so lovely about like texturally about their vocals together it was so good yeah probably say this is one of my
0: one of my favorites on this album mm-hmm. yeah um are we finished with push do you have anything
1: more to say about it other than it's a great track? Other than it's a great, great pre- track
0: and I'm trying not to sing any part of it. And that every Prince DJ should play a No one's this ever going to listen to this podcast. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Request push at your next Prince party, please. <laughs> we should put that backwards throughout the whole thing. Subliminal messaging. <laughs> Keep talking, Lee. Oh, push. Request push at your next Prince party. Request um, push at your next Prince party. <laughs>
0: Insatiable.
1: (laughs) Doom, doom.
0: Bedroom track. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Always reminds me... I kind of pair this up with um, Scandalous. It's that kind of bedroom
1: ballad. I totally, totally see where you're coming from. Yeah. um, I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. I actually think it's one of his best ballads. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I prefer. Oh. I prefer the. I prefer this to Scandalous. I prefer it to Do Me, Baby. I think it's a better ballad. I think it's beautifully recorded, beautifully mixed, and beautifully performed. And it it's got such a tension to it. Yeah. You know, and there's little bits of playfulness as well. And he does that really well. He's like that kind of there's sexual tension. This is probably going to sound really weird,
0: and I apologize for it. Go ahead. But. Kind Oh this is probably Going to be Prince fans Is going to Like sexy Chocolate adverts Like the old 80s 90s Flake commercials It's
1: No it's going to be Sound too weird
0: <laughs> You're looking at me Going What is he on
1: Only The crumbliest Flake Is no, insatiable but <laughs> Only <laughs>
0: But it's that kind of
1: oh, I can't describe it. Oh. Uh, I'm now picturing like the man from Milk Tray yeah, walking m- into Insatiable. <laughs> Don't, because I'll, I'll I'll make that happen. I'll, I'll edit it, that. Uh,
0: but that that I, that kind of sexiness of
1: the man of the chocolate. And- <laughs> It's you gonna have to cut this it's out. Sex, it's got the sexiness of a sweet advert. I think it's a bit better than that. You know what I mean? Oh, give up. You can cut that bit out. Oh no! <laughs> no, that's staying in. It was no disrespect to the song. It was just that how. Yeah, no. I actually okay. weirdly understand what you're getting at. It's got that kind of old school seduction. Yes, uh, that's what I mean. It's it's more. It wasn't about the chocolate. It was that style of seduction.
0: <laughs> that style of seduction of silk. It, I'm trying to think
1: of. The, I'm trying to visualize
0: and oh,
1: okay. Are you, are you trying to say it's got that air of like there's a danger to it. there's like a te- the tension? It's not like just like sweet and romantic. It's kind of like got a kind of dark. Tension. Yeah. To this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. And it's. I like probably the,
0: described it completely the wrong way, but
1: I knew what I meant. You know, I want you alone in my dirty little cage. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a more like a Bond sex scene than it. Yeah, is. that's probably the better way of
0: describing it instead of chocolate. A chocolate advert. No, that's not right. Um, more. Yeah, it's very Bond-like. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you for saving me. That's right. No worries.
1: Um, please, baby, don't say no it's there's so many great little musical parts, even the drum, the groove has just quite got attention to it, like you say, it's sexy and it's kind of like dangerous but and there's
0: even a physical element to it with the song it's like up
1: and down
0: and it's like yeah, with the music and the vocals, it's like. Yeah, you're traveling with you're you're, tra- oh.
1: you're traveling through the bed sheets. I don't know, but it's well, the- yeah, yeah, he, oh, yeah. The video is great, and his outfit, uh, that beautiful Jipor lace, Stacey so Lang, she- yeah, yeah, outfit. Um, I mean, he create he painted a visual with this song that works without the video. You know,
0: please, baby, don't say no
1: it's uh, just Gosh,
0: crazy. crazy Seriously, it's Lee and Chopin do karaoke. um But yeah, no, it's just
1: it's sex, and that, uh, and and just like the, just like the little noises at the end as it travels out. Dun, dun, dun.
0: It's like it's like you're in the room and you're watching, and the last part of it is like you creeping out the back door. You're you're creeping yeah. out the door. You've been, you've witnessed something yeah. or you're peeping through the keyhole kind of thing.
1: Yeah. And you're like, okay, let them... Which is an, another of that reason why it seems more like an illicit affair than it does like, uh, you know, a married couple. Yeah. You know, it's, this is just like a kind of dangerous illicit affair. Yeah. And, and that's what I meant. With you the... know, literally <laughs> you're walking out as the husband's walking in. Yeah. You know, like that kind of... Yeah. It's...
0: A fair, like
1: yeah. Mm. Uh, are we finished on that? Um,
0: are we cutting yeah. out the chocolate bit? Because Prince fans are going to come up.
1: <laughs> Live for love. We are here. at the Okay, end. from launch procedure commence to. <laughs> Perfect. Is it boom life? Is it boom death? Right, I'm not going to sing. Um... No, this is a dangerous one because I could sing this whole thing start to finish. Um, So for me,
0: this is one of my, probably one of my top, like second
1: or third, because it's very sci-fi, very... Well, it's got the Barbara Ellis samples, Acceleration into Temporal Space Continuum (laughs) now. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's very uh, Top Gun-y,
0: has a Top Gun feel to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's there in the lyrics. Yeah, and it's it's it, again, it's it's storytelling, and like you said, in the first few
1: seconds of the song, you're transported somewhere, yeah. and you're in a plane or a spaceship, thirty thousand feet and still, still accounting. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. you're even transported before Prince sings with that launch. Cons- yeah, you know.
0: exactly. Um, and I absolutely loved it. And I, hidden secret, I used to love listening to this playing video games. I used to love listening to this oh, playing. Yeah. Afterburner, space, of course, carrier. it was
1: afterburner. afterburner. Of the <laughs> early 90s. Exactly. I was
0: like, you know, and go. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. I'm like,
0: <laughs> so I'm a big video game junkie and obviously retro video games. I'm but, not, but I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, so yeah, this was like, oh, right, I'm gonna go play Afterburner now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, live, listen to Live for Love. It, 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 it was like, wow, it's like Prince is a, a fighter pilot. It was yeah. like,
1: yeah, that could work. <laughs> now, that would have been a video. Yeah, uh, you know. trying to cram that beautiful coiffed hair into <laughs> the helmet and just like having it lifted. You know, off, I'm going to Photoshop this tomorrow, shaking his hair, and then it just still being that perfect kiss curled and Jerry curl.
0: Prince, <laughs> Prince in Top Gun, that would be amazing. Finger
1: wave, kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, but I, uh, it's yeah, probably top three, definitely
1: probably third or second. Here's the thing about this song; it's so great. It's one of the best on the album. Uh, and yet there's a better version exists. <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. The demo, like the like oh. the early version where the lyrics are different. It's not that the production is better. It's just that that bit, you know, don't think about the families, the babies and the moms. I wish he'd left that in. Do you think he removed it or do you think it was record? I don't think record. no, I think no, it, was it was him. him right. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, he was given a lot of creative control and And then the live version is so epic from that video collection, Live in London. That version that the just te- that's where you realise he's a guitar legend. Yeah. That's where you realise he's not just like a singer that plays a bit of guitar. I mean, I guess by this point the world knew, but I didn't. But that's yeah, when the I saw that video collection, it was just like you, you know I had I knew of Purple Rain and, you know whatever, but um not to dismiss it it's no. great it's fantastic legendary iconic but for us it was but an introduction for, for 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 this for me this was when I realized this this guy is a genius is is a genius guitar player like when I saw that Live for Love live in London on the video collection oh just what he did with it was. Yeah. Like yeah, at sort of... the end. Mm-hmm. And why that full show didn't come out as well as the video collection. I but we I regress. Any version of this song, every version of sort of this song I've heard is great. It's that that bit with in you know, um, the sunny bit then ding 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 and then ding ding ding-ding ding 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 and you know and they played this live at the fir- the first mpg gig i went to a couple that wasn't last year um i was one of the great joys of that gig one of the most for me i mean there was an the amazing bit where they play call the law and that was fantastic yeah. but one of the great joys of this is like i was right up right up close to the front you know a couple of feet away from Sonny T, watching him play this, and I, my eyes were transfixed on his fingers when he did the, you know, did da 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 you know, like, he, when he done his bit, it was just like, this is where we get to say that Prince was a genius, but he sound, surrounded himself with such a high yep. level of, you know, players, artists, designers. And Sunny T is one of definitely one of those people. It was just like watching him just play, and I got to watch him play at Bunkers in Minneapolis this year, along with Michael Bland, and that was another wow. dream. That was another dream come true to, to see what, him. to see the two of them. My favorite rhythm section in the entirety of musical history. I know other people have different ones, but for yeah. me, my favorite rhythm section is Michael Bland and Sonny T the two of them to playing together, whether it I be from like too. the diamonds and pearls symbol all the way up to, you know, the gold era stuff mm-hmm. and Exodus, Exodus, you know, it's just, they are like, <sighs> but that, that's, that
0: that's together is hypnotic. Yeah. But that's, you know, them, that, that era is both. I think mine and yours is that, that's our, era. yeah. Um, my question, Live where it says last words from the cockpit. Yeah. He, Die, he sacrificed himself at the end or he died at the end it's I' get shot it's like but yeah boom life or is it boom death if yeah I remember rightly um
1: yeah um, I guess it's open yeah I suppose it's open it's open I mean do, do, last verse in the cockpit well uh, oh yeah it could it, well it could be that that was his last mission he ever went on he didn't fire his it didn't ah. drop his bombs and just flew home and quit the army
0: Ah, quit the Air
1: Yeah, I like You that. know, like, I mean, this last words from the carpet doesn't mean that the guy died. No. Or it could be that the, the guy, guy died. died. Interesting. Well, there's a lot
0: to think about. Um, overall, I don't know what... Um, I think we've realised a lot tonight. Tens. Um, tens across the board. Yeah. You know, like... Well, this is it. You know, this is the album that introduced me to Prince and Crazy Roller Coaster Ride. It's... In a very, very positive
1: way, uh, it's been. Um, I don't know what else to say. This is the interesting thing about it. Is it my favourite Prince album? No, because I think Prince improved on this. I think the MPG improved. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely a new turn. Yes. And and it was the mark of a new era and it's the, first, oh, it's the first album, I would say, of an era that I think is a classic Prince era that may sometimes not be considered one. Yes. You know, when people think of Prince, often they think of Purple Rain Prince. Yeah. But if you say the word Prince to me, I think of this Prince. That's the haircut. Those are the clothes. Defining. That's how I think of Prince. And it's, you know, it's one of these more commercial things. So I think it's sad that when when all the reissues and the reconsidering of all of this sort of stuff is uh being done that they don't realize that this was a really commercial period and that there's some you know there's you some great we'll... unreleased projects there's great unreleased songs around this era. Do you think we'll get anything from especially this album or this era? That, that... I think uh, not until not until things settle down. Yeah. Not until, not for a while. I think everybody's so focused on the purple stuff yeah. Whether it be Purple Rain nineteen ninety nine, I think people are really focused on 80s prints at the moment. And that's where the kind of and you know, I guess rightfully so. That's where yep. it became you know, it's iconic. It's mm-hmm. but I think it's a mark of greatness that this with anybody else, an album this great or a period of albums this great can be forgotten or even considered lesser. That just proves what kind of heights he reached. Do you think it's an unappreciated album within the community? Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think well, it depends who you ask. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got two fans here. Yeah, I, sp- I think we're I think well, both think you got two fans we here who we probably wouldn't really think about reviewing Purple Rain or 1999.
0: Like, no, no. I, I that's think their first
1: choice. No, but the first choice we made is Dimes and Piles. Yeah, know? because, like I said, I think it was the one that
0: our friendship was built on, and also it's you know it's the album that we're
1: both very very fond of. So, we're talking a lot of music. So that what this guy produced over his lifetime to kind of shine a little light on any of it, you know it's like it's at the, at the moment it's been overshadowed by just this one big purple light in the middle yeah. in the mid eighties. But actually there's a lot. And of we've kind great... of shined the light on this one. Yeah. Cause it deserves it. Yes. Because actually I think this album purple rain made, I think that purple rain made him a lot of fans. Uh, many of whom didn't like stay the course, uh, but some of them did, and they lasted, and they lasted way to the end. I think diamonds and pearls made him as many lasting fans as Purple Rain did.
0: I like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah.
1: Like it may like, as in, it was another big commercial thing, and it, it, there was a couple of there. Were, it got him a lot of fans for a short period of time, both Diamonds and Pearls and Purple Rain. But I think if you look at the lasting fans. I think both albums made them just as many lasting fans. People who joined the MPG club, music yeah, music club. club. Yeah, a lot of them actually. I've I find dams and pearls. Yeah, I,
0: so you know, I, I became th- fan in '91, and I lasted all. or well, I'm still a fan now. Fan. I joined in '92. Still a fan now. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this bizarre, not karaoke. <laughs> review please cut out the chocolate mitt um yeah uh of of diamonds and pearls um please let us know what you think or what you think of this podcast
1: um any other comments you'd like to make about the album anything we missed the time has come to say goodbye and i've i don't know about you but i, I don't know if you've loved listening to it but i've loved talking about this album i've loved talking about diamonds and pearls and lee i've really yeah enjoyed. i've had a really good time of uh realized a lot of stuff about
0: this album that i didn't think about before um hopefully you enjoy this podcast um so yeah uh so what album should we do next